So, feel like doing uh, season two? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah go, go on, go on. Go on with it. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew that was going to happen halfway through. I was like, that's definitely going to play the next sound effect. All right, then, Mike. Well, we've got our first outtake yeah. of season two. No, leave it, leave it, leave no. it in, leave it in. I want it authentic. Fair enough. Yeah. So, it's been a while. It's, it has been too long. Well, it has been too long because the show's been off longer than it was on. So, yeah. yeah <laughs> far too long. But... The world was reeling from coronavirus, brought to its knees, one yeah. could say, you know. Still is, some could say. Some some could say yeah. that. Depending um, on when you're listening. Yeah, that is true. Probably the future. Mm. Um, you know, civil unrest occurred, you know. Yeah. Friendships. Riots, riot, you know. Yeah. Friendships formed and broke. Relationships formed and broke. Yeah. It's been a long time. It's, it has. But through all that, the world has been asking one question. When is Team Crypto Night coming back? It's right now. And it's, it's and, and it's happened. So everyone can breathe easy. Yeah. yeah. No, we we may have missed all of the major events. Yeah. Such as... Every single one. Yeah. Batman trailer. Snyder Cut trailer. All the trailers. Umbrella you know. Academy season two. Yeah. I mean, The Boys season two, we haven't missed it yet. We'll do that when it ends. Yeah. But that was bloody close. Mm. I mean, we cut that fine. <sighs> yeah. Did. You know, like the original MCU Infinity Saga, we just missed it. Yeah. We missed every single one. We were just slightly too late. <laughs> we are the world's worst timed podcast, yeah. which I hope we can keep up for many years to come. But anyway, I mean, the question is, Joe, what have... Because I haven't seen you since a lot of lockdown. Like, yeah. yeah. No, I've only just seen you again recently. Yeah. What, what what have you been up to for as much as you want to disclose about your personal life? Um... I'll disclose all. I've been up to fuck all. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've done nothing. Mm. I've been surviving in lockdown. Mm. I was surprised you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did get coronavirus right at the start. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, survivor. That, that was literally the first week of lockdown I had it. Oh, right. So I managed to get the whole of lockdown. Yeah, I mean. Survivor. Got, got it out of the way early. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the guy who sits behind me on the bus is just about to be tested for coronavirus, so... I might just catch it at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck ended it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, I haven't been up too much really. Um, besides, you know, uh, just general stuff really. Mm-hmm. A lot of drinking, started a new job. Yeah. Trying to see where we left it off. I think we did the last podcast when I ended my relationship and broke and quit my job. And yeah. now I've gotten back with my girlfriend <laughs> and started a new job. Yeah. So yeah, no. It's pretty good. Back on yeah. track anyway, for a mild fumble. Um yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, a lot of people did when lockdown first happened and you kind of sat in your house and you can't leave and it's potentially the worst. Mm. You know, you're just scrolling through Netflix, waiting for things to watch. And some something that had always kind of slipped through my net that I saw and was like, I'll watch that. I'll watch all three of these films back to back on this dreary Wednesday and it was a low, Oceans 11, 12, and 13. I have not seen these movies. Yeah. Either. No, I, you need to. Cause yeah, I've been putting them off for a long time for some reason. Yeah, it's just one of them things that's just out there and yeah. it's just kind of in the ether. And you might it, have it was seen massively it. popular when it first came out yeah. and then just dissipated. Yeah, just, yeah, just faded about. And I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to watch them. Um, you know, I still haven't seen Lord of the Rings, but I watched these. And ever since, for the last months, I've been just dying to talk to you about it. And I've purposely not done it because I wanted to do it yeah. in this forum for genuine reactions. Okay. So I will now talk about every Ocean's film for a little bit. Not all of them, just the 12, 11, 12 and 13. Yeah. The main ones. The main ones, you know, the ones people care about. I mean, apart from the original. Yeah. You know. um, so, I, I don't Ocean's Eleven is the one I'm going to talk the least about. It's, it's fine. It's just a movie. Apart from Don Cheadle doing, challenging Charlie Hunnam for the worst English accent ever. Like, it's 
I can't even try and replicate it. I don't know what it, it's. I'm sure I'll still like Don Cheadle. Yeah, I mean, who who wouldn't? No. You know, Don Cheadle. Yeah, I mean, in many ways, he's all we've got. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like the main, my main gripes with it is like, so basically, what's it called? Oh, that's the main guy. That's what I say. I haven't seen him. No, no, Dan, Danny, as in George Clooney, right? As in him. So basically, he's he gets out of prison at the start. It's kind of implied that he's, you know, he's like a dude who's done some crimes, but it's never, it's never quite stuck. But he's gone to prison for some a little bit minor, but he's coming out now. So he, he links up with Brad Pitt, who's uh, called Rusty in these films, which I I wasn't expecting. <laughs> um, and they're like, well, we'll we'll bloody we'll we'll do some crimes. So they go to Las Vegas and uh, they get in touch with an old friend of theirs, which um, is, is Ross's dad from Friends. And I'll only refer That's to weird. him. Yeah. What's it called? I think it's called Ruben in the film. Yeah. Like, I, I, I mean, I'll, I'll either refer to him as Ross's dad or Ruben. Okay. Ne- neither of those are probably actually <laughs> his name. But So they get in touch with him. And they're like, yeah, yeah, what we want to do crimes. So um, they go to rob this casino owned by a mafia dude. So he's like, well, you're going to rob him. And, you know, have you got the stones for it? And he's like, yeah, we'll, we'll, bloody, we'll, we'll give it a go. Um, so, like, they go in, they get the 11. There's, like, a, a dude who's on the inside. It, it doesn't really matter. No, they get like, Yeah, they, they get, you know, nine others. Um, one of them's a contortionist, like, Chinese guy, and he's important because he, he comes into the second one. And anyway, like, it's just, like, it goes ahead. There's a few fumbles in the crime, but eventually... They pull it off and it's fine. Six out of ten movie, it, something to stick on. The only things I didn't like about it is it's got an EMP in it. I hate anything with an EMP in it mm. generally. Um, and it was in that era where they had to explain what it was. Yeah. You know, there was that character that was like an, an, an EMP. What? And then like, oh, it's short and all electrical. Yeah, just like yeah, no EMPs. Yeah, no, we we, we got it. So they use that, and uh, it turns out the mafia guy that they're gonna rob is going out with George Clooney's ex-wife. Ooh. So there's like a bit of a, a bit of personal drama yeah. there. And like obviously she's like Are you Does trying? he say this time it's personal? I actually think he might. I can't remember <laughs> but I genuinely think he does. He might do. Well that's the other deal. I think Brad Pitt goes, is this personal? And he's like, yeah it might be a bloody personal <laughs> yeah, but so he does that. But, like, I just didn't like it because at the end they rob her husband. And then, like, just at the end she just gets back with George Clooney for no reason. But she's like, oh, fair enough, you're my husband. You're probably, you know, yeah. the better the better one. So she's goes with him. It's fine for the first Yeah, no, that is true. It's doggy dog world, as you've told me mm. before. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just fine. Like, just a bit odd. But where things get, where things get good is the second film, because that's just laying foundations. Oh, and the heist is super obvious, because at the end, it's like, oh, no, the heist hasn't been bloody pulled off. No, no. We'll just have to call the SWAT team in, and all these SWAT guys come off with their faces covered with, like, blackout shields, and I'm like, that's Brad Pitt. That's going to be them. That's going to be them. And then it's them. Yeah. So I'm like, well, that's just super obvious. And, like, I don't like EMPs, because when I watch a heist film, I want to think I could do that. Yeah. Like, like if I just thought of it, I could do yeah. it, but I, I couldn't get an EMP, no. so I couldn't rob They're that a bit casino. Implausible. Yeah. In the like real a... world, it's not the easiest well, thing to get hold of. Yeah. Well, this this brings me on to Ocean's Twelve. So, the way this is set up is that the mafia do from the first one hunts down Ocean's Eleven, and he actually calls him Ocean's Eleven. There's like a little scene where he's like, "Bloody Ocean's Eleven! It should be a Rusty's Eleven. And it's like. Nah. Probably not. Um, but he hunts them down. He's like, oh, well, you owe me all the money you stole plus interest. And they're like, well, when we don't have all the money we stole because we spent all the money we stole. That's why we stole it. So um, I'm going to spit out my moment. It was really hard to talk with that in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. um, so uh, Don, Don Cheadle's accent gets worse. But anyway, so like they're, they're like, Let, let's rob this thing. So they go to like, I think it's like Venice or something. And they're like, we're going to rob this dude's house. And they're like, you can't believe you robbed that dude's house. That dude's house is unrobbable. So they're like, well, we'll bloody rob it. Um, so how they do it is that they fire like a crossbow in through the window, which has like a little thing on that like punches in the numbers and opens the safe or whatever. Okay. But the problem is the window is too low. So 
You ask yourself, what do you do when the window's too low? You move the house up. <laughs> <laughs> so, at which point, oh, no. using scuba gear and submarines, <laughs> like, dive under the house. That was not the direction I was <laughs> to go in. And they winch it up to get the cross, and they do, but that's not even the main heist. This is just, <laughs> this is only act one. So it turns out, <clears throat> Brad Pitt's Rusty's ex-girlfriend rocks up the scene, who's an FBI agent, right. who's been hunting Lamarck, who is a th- famous master thief. So, oh, and when they rob the house, that they have to winch up, they go to rob the thing, and there's a little origami thing there, left by the night fox, which is another master thief. So, anyway, Brad Pitt's wife, ex-wife, one ex-girlfriend, I think, She's hunting Lamarck, but the Night Fox has called out Ocean's, Ocean's Eleven. He's like, right. bloody, you bloody, you think you shit-hot thieves. You should look at me. Yeah. So they they travel to his house because they find out who it is. I can't really remember how. But they figure out who it is. They go to his house, and he's like, I challenge you to a heist off. We're both going to attempt to heist the same item, and we're going to do it. So they... Um, they they both decide, he challenges them, we're going to rob a Fabergé egg. If you rob it, you win. If I rob it, I win. And if I win, um, I'll pay off. No, if you win, I'll pay off all your debts. If I win, don't matter, because they win. But um, the Chinese contortionist guy, they can't get him out of the country for some reason. So they put him in a bag, because they contort him up, and they put him in a bag. But he gets lost in, in baggage <laughs> handling. And it's never resolved. They never see him. He's not in the next one, and he's not in the rest of this one. He's just gone. That's him out of the franchise. I love it so much. But I remember, I'm like, as they're arguing about that, they're like, oh, you, you lost a Chinese guy. Oh, never, oh, bloody hell. Um, like, um, oh, Matt, Matt Damon's in these as well. Um, and Matt Damon's one of Ocean Levels, and he goes up to Brad Pitt, and he's like, you know, Josh Clooney's wife, doesn't she look a little bit like? And then he's like, we don't talk about that. And I'm like, oh, like, what? Well, What's this a bit of drama? And I thought at this point in the film, I was like, "Oh, does she look like Brad Pitt's wife?" And it's like, "Oh, his wife's your type," sort of thing. But that's, that's not it. And th- this becomes like a running joke in the film that people keep going like, "Oh, is this?" Is this? And another running joke is Matt Damon wants to be more involved in the heist because he plays like the young protege whose his parents are apparently like really good thieves, but like he's just never quite lived up to it, and he wasn't that involved in the first one. He's like, "Oh, I want to believe ma- major role in this one." I'm pretty sure it's just Matt Damon, the actor, saying yeah. it. Like, I want a bigger role in this. Role. <laughs> yeah. So, um, basically, like, the plan to steal the egg is, and again, it's something you couldn't do. Because they're like, well, what we'll do is we'll whip up a hologram egg and we'll switch it for the hologram <laughs> egg and we'll do it that way. And then we can steal the regular egg and it's like, well, that's brilliant. But I'm like, I, I couldn't do that. Yeah. No, it doesn't work. But anyway, so. they try and do it, but the 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 they're caught like and so like a lot of them just go straight to prison apart from matt damon josh clooney's wife and one other guy i can't remember which one but it doesn't matter and the, the, this is where it all pays off because he's like well doesn't josh clooney and five look and they're like oh we don't talk about that and josh clooney's wife is played by julia roberts and it turns out the joke is that she looks like julia roberts <laughs> <laughs> which i don't get how that works because i'm like well it's just everyone a lookalike for the actor that plays them <laughs> So the heist becomes, we'll tell everyone this is Julia Roberts. Because <laughs> then she can get access to the egg. Because it's like, oh, Ju- Julia Roberts wants to see the eggs, And then we'll switch it out. So they go to a hotel and they ring him up. And like, it's Julia Roberts' agent. Julia Roberts is coming there. Like, well, Julia Roberts is pregnant. She can't be coming there. Like, oh, you know, to be pregnant as well. <laughs> so she walks in pretending to be Julia Roberts. And they bump into Bruce Willis, who's, who is Bruce Willis. He's generally playing, and he's like Julia Roberts, and they're like, "Oh no!" And then Bruce Willis insists on coming with them, so he's stuck with them for the entire thing. And there's another running joke with him that people keep going up to him and telling him they understood the sixth sense. And they're like, "Oh yeah, I got it, mate. Yeah, you you were the ghost." And he's like, "Oh yeah, bloody hell, yeah, no, you you've got me." So the entire film. Is like the rest of it is just them, and then they try and swap out the hologram egg, but then they get caught, and then they get arrested, and then the FBI come in, and they're like, "All right, you've all been arrested for doing the stupidest crime ever. I don't understand why people consider you master thief. This was ridiculous." But then it turns out 
just as the FBI are carting them all away, um, it turns around and Matt Damon's like, oh, good one, mum. And it's his mum, and she's posed as FBI to get them all out. So they all get out of prison like that because she, she pretends to be. So obviously they, 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 they go to the Night Fox's house, and it's like, well, fair play, mate. And he's like, oh, you bloody, you know, I, I, I stole the Fabergé egg because Night Fox, he obviously yeah. won. Um, but then, like... George Clooney kind of gives him a look and he's like, well, did you now? <laughs> <laughs> At which point it flashes back to something we've never seen, which is they met up with Lamarck earlier on in the film and already robbed it. Because they <laughs> robbed it in transit because they right. did the thing, remember when they, they did they moved the Queen's Diamond and they bought yeah. they, they built like a big battle cruiser but yeah. then they just parcel posted it. They did that with the egg and they just mugged the guy carrying it. And that was the heist, but we never saw it. He's like, well, actually, we already did the heist, and this was all our plan. And he's like, oh, bloody hell, you, you got me. So they win the bet, because it turns out the yeah. one that the Night Fox stole was a replica. Right. Yeah, yeah, so that win. So, yeah. So it's a heist movie without a heist, because we just watched <laughs> two failed heists. It's a heist movie that's just a mugging movie. Yeah, no, it's just a mugging film. They just mug a guy. Like, it, there's two heists happened that don't work that you couldn't do and then at the end they're like well actually we did do a heist but we won't show you and we just did it and sorry yeah we win and then at the end obviously keeping in tone with the first one brad pitt's wife just gets back together with him at the end because she's like oh well you are a pretty good thief to be fair and then he's like well why don't you just come with me for a second let's meet your dad and she's like oh, i've never known who my dad is and it's lamarck and she's been hunting her dad Oh, damn. Yeah, oh, damn, all right. <laughs> yeah, so twist and turn all around. I just ripped three out of ten shit. <laughs> just a, a terrible, it's a heist movie without yeah. heists. Yeah. yeah, but it pales. No, it it's definitely the worst one because there isn't a heist. Because it's so ridiculous. Yeah, but the third, the third one's funnier. I'll, I'll put it that way. It, I, I mean, I say that like I'm going to be like, and you'll find out next week, but I'm just going to tell you now. So, <sighs> Ocean's... Uh, all right. Fucking hell. Ocean's 13. It, it opens and Ross's dad's back. He was in the other one, but it don't really matter. Um, and he's doing deals with Al Pacino. And he's like, all right, let, let's do some deals. So, like they're, like, they're like building this big, expensive hotel slash casino together. And um, so he's like, all right, can you just uh, sign this and not read it? And he's like, oh, yeah, fair enough, I'll do that. So he signs it and he's like, ah, well, I've just double-crossed you. So Ross's dad's like... That's how you end up in a human centipede. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> Always read the terms and conditions yeah, of people. But he didn't with Al Pacino. And Al Pacino's like, I'm done you, Ross's dad. So Ross... Uh, I, I had to re-watch it last night and make sure this is what happened. Right. Because I I was sure that I missed something here. But what genuinely happens in the film, I had to double check, and I did double check, is that Ross's dad is just so shocked that he's been betrayed that he just has, like, a heart attack and an aneurysm. <laughs> and just, like, just kind of collapses over the rest of the film. He's just like a vegetable. <laughs> just, he's just like sat in this hotel room for the rest of the film, just like this. And like the members of the gang keep coming up to him, like, oh, you're all right. He's just kind of sat there, non responsive, because he's just so shocked. <laughs> he just had like this episode and he's just immobilized for the rest of the film. I was so sure I'd missed him. I felt like, oh, did they shoot him? Was it like, oh, is the deal now? We'll take you out of the picture, but you survived. But no, he genuinely just has like a stroke because he's just so shocked that he's been betrayed by Al Pacino. Because apparently there's this rule that they introduced in the film that there's the guys who stroke Sinatra's hand. Not stroke, shook, shook, shook. That's what's weird. <laughs> but like, if you shook Sinatra's hand, you can't betray each other. Right. So George Clooney's like, well, I bloody 
stroked his hand and you did so you shouldn't have betrayed you know this is like a bond of trust we had that's never ever been brought up but it's a thing now so they're like well ross's dad's had this aneurysm because he was betrayed <laughs> so we need to get revenge on al pacino and their plan is th- twofold but it becomes threefold so the twofold plan is one it's the grand opening for this hotel slash casino we've got to sabotage the review so he gets a bad review and we're going to rig all the casino machines so they'll lose all their money so i'm like well that's that that makes sense yeah (laughs) so he like they just basically they get one of their guys to pose as the reviewer and kind of like because the the idea is it's like a blind review you don't know who it is so what they do is they get like a review id and like they like pretend to accidentally show it to the guy and they're like oh shit it's a reviewer yeah treat this guy really nice and then they just like prank the real reviewer because they find out who it is so like the entire like through his stay they like put bed bugs in his bed and like put like smelly gas through the vent so he just has like the shit is done they like poison his food or something so he has like a crap meal and like like they just make everyone be super rude to him so anyway so so that, that that's like stage one so stage two is they've got to rig these casino machines so initially they were like well we'll just like we'll, we'll just do some card counting we'll do a bit but it turns out they've got this thing and i read it down it's called greco which is a super high sophisticated security system that scans everyone and like does like your pupil dilation and your temperature so they could tell if someone if was cheating because yeah. it's like oh well you weren't you genuinely won. surprised yeah. by winning they're like well how bloody hell do we get past this and they're like we need to trigger the emergency evacuation to do something to greco and then we'll rig all the machines to win so what disaster could could befall this hotel to you know give such a a, a situation where where this would be activated so they're like well an earthquake would do it we'll just have to we'll just make an we'll just have to make an earthquake i can see where this going is this going to be an emp no oh. no it's better than an emp <laughs> i think i think they do use a little bit of emp oh. amongst this but if you thought an emp was hard to get your hands on how about the machine that made the channel tunnel <laughs> 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 they plan to drive under the casino to trigger this evacuation. Like the drill thing from Thunderbird. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. So they do that. So, yeah, so that all works out. But here's the thing. The channel tunnel machine breaks, and they need to get replacement parts for the channel tunnel machine, which are they're, they're not cheap. Yeah. So they're like, we need, like, who, who do we know that can lend us some serious cash? So they go to the first movie's villain, and they're like, oh, can you front us some cash, mate? And he's like, yeah, fair enough. You've just got to do something for me. So the thing that they have to do for him is to steal this dude's diamond collection. Right. Worth $250 million. I remember that. Um, so how they do this is, like, the Al Pacino's got, like, this PA that has access to it. And they're like, she likes young men. And we need a young man. So they all just kind of turn and look at Matt Damon, yeah. who's a strapping young man. <laughs> and uh, are you on my hotspot? Yeah, 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 you are. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna find this for you while I talk. But basically, they they need to put Matt Damon in disguise, um, so he can seduce her and get access to um, these bloody uh, diamonds. So they fashion this disguise for him. And it's potentially the worst thing I've ever seen, which is just a very large fake nose. He looks like a Richard Nixon. <laughs> yeah, that's what he looks like. Why the... is he drinking like that? <laughs> oh. He looks like the penguin. Is what he looks like. Why like... is his entire mouth inside that glass to drink the champagne? <laughs> yeah, no, it's so weird. But like, it's so much to do with like he pretends to be like the PA for the Chinese premier. That's the contortionist. They they get him out of baggage recovery or whatever. No, I'd lied actually. No, he isn't this one. No, no, he was because he pretends. But for whatever reason, he he flirts with the woman and he gets like access to the diamonds, and he he heists the diamonds. But he's bloody caught, 
and an FBI man comes and they bloody catch him. So he's taken up in the lift and he's like, oh, Matt Damon, you've been caught here, mate. And he just goes, oh, all right, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> and he's this dad this time, which is embarrassing. It's so embarrassing that his parents have bailed him out of two movies. <laughs> I mean, God. So they get up onto the roof and he's got like all the diamonds on him. But guess who's there to bloody waiting for him? The Night Fox, who then heists their heist and he steals all the diamonds. And he's like, they go up to the roof and he's wearing like, you know, one of the morph suits that matches the pattern on the wall. And so he just kind of <laughs> steps out of the wall. <laughs> and he's like, give us the diamonds. So he nicks the diamonds, he parachutes on, he's like, oh, all lost. And then he's like, no, don't worry. They were fake diamonds. We'll, we'll, we'll heist the real diamonds right now. So then, at which point, they get in the helicopter because they're on the roof, and they put, like, um, fucking car- what are called? carabiners on the floor. And I don't know who built this, but the, the kind of case that the diamonds are in is like a sil- cylindrical thing right. that detaches from the building via winch. <laughs> so they just, they just hook it on with a helicopter, just take it. <laughs> It's just a removable diamond safe. So they just nick the diamonds. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, because I just interrupted you. I've got uh, a good story about well, terrible architecture. Well, I'm almost done. I'm right. almost done. Yeah, literally, I'm on my last two notes. So they steal the real diamonds in a detachable case. Upon hearing this news, Ross's dad reanimates because he's, you know, they, they've done it. So he, he comes back to life, whatever, out of his vegetative state. And uh, Al Pacino's like, oh, it's just all gone a bit wrong on this opening night. And, and then Clooney's like, well, you should have you should have betrayed Ross's dad. And that's pretty much it. And the movie ends with them, um, like, they're all in an airport and they're like, good highs here. No, good, good job all round. And, uh, like, the, the reviewer, they rig one of the casino machines to pay him out loads. So he wins, like, 11 million because they pranked him so much. But, yeah, no, that is... That's Ocean's 12 and 11, 12 and 13. I, I hope you enjoyed it as I much feel like as I don't that. need to watch it now, but yeah, I might. You, you really <laughs> should, because like, you probably don't believe me, but that's exactly what happens in those <laughs> films. It's so weird. I, I'm missing stuff because I watched it so long ago, but I, I skimmed through it last night just to get the main bits. And, oh, I loved it. It was such a good afternoon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Do you know those? You've got you've got two and a half minutes to tell your story before this recording. It's, so. oh, it's, it's barely a story. Oh, yeah. It's just something that will make you laugh. So yeah, go on. the University of Sheffield mm. has just had to demolish a brand new building that was fully built that because it had dodgy foundations. <laughs> Guess what the building was for? Go on. The mechanical engineering <laughs> department. <laughs> so good. That's rough as kit. <laughs> it cost, I think, about two... Well, it was something like two or twenty million dollars. Well, it wasn't the bloody economics department, was it? Build, right? yeah. yeah, and they had to blow it up after they <laughs> before anyone had even used it. <laughs> blew it up. <laughs> well, you know, demolish it. They blew it up. <laughs> they blew it up. <laughs> they do. That's how. It, that's how you demolish a building. You put dynamite in it. Well, yeah, it I guess. <laughs> really like, it's really so much better when you say what it is. You blow it up. <laughs> Loads of different camera angles. <laughs> so good. They should have got like the theatrics society. Building in Sheffield. Yeah, they should have got like the film society to do it. <laughs> got one of the drama students to dress like I, the I Joker and walk out. As little publicity about it as possible to be honest. Yeah, well, it's a good job you've broadcasted it to all nine of our subscribers. Then, <laughs> anyway, we'll take a uh, short break and we will return. And we're back with the news. So, I mean, the first news, we if you recall, we almost recorded an episode about this during lockdown, which is a Snyder Cut. Yeah. Because we filmed it in your car. Yeah. But then I was just really drunk and it didn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. I thought you just forgot to upload it. No, no, no. Like, no I rewatched it. It was just it. that bad. No, I just rewatched it when I was sober and I was like, this doesn't make, I'm not making any sense. <laughs> I mean, we, we should mention you weren't drunk. No, no, I yeah, was no. sober. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, you were driving. I was but I, I, I'm just, I'm all over the shop there. I, like, <laughs> I dropped the camera and I'm just rambling. <laughs> but yeah. But the Snyder Cut. Um, Finally got a trailer for it. Yeah. Looks phenomenal. 
it, it does look, I mean, my favourite word, it does look phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I think, like, the number one thing that made me, like, super hopeful for it was, one, seeing the black suit, mm. um, Superman. Yeah. And two, you know when, like, trailers do, like, the title card? It's yeah. like, Justice League, Snyder Cut. Yeah. And then there's, like, a little bit afterwards. Yeah. That bit wasn't a joke. No. And I was like, well, that's that that's good. And it was a bit that would have been a joke in the Whedon Cup. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's the kind of thing, like, you know, like, in the Avengers one, where then it's Ant-Man, it's like, let me in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, like, it, it was, like, it's a bit of a corny but serious line. Yeah. And I was like that's setting the tone for this and yeah. i want that to be the tone because i'd rather mm. that tone than well, the whole trailer set the tone like the yeah. um, choice of music yeah yeah that what was, was it it was hallelujah oh it? yeah yeah it was i mean i said it's not the best choice because it just makes me think oh shrek's gonna be in this <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what i mean but... i mean the thing is, any song from Shrek you can't do seriously now because yeah, it just makes you think of that. But no, I, I'm genuinely like, I I think, I think we're at the point now with superhero movies where the studio could turn around and go, well, this one's canon, and mm. forget the other one. Yeah, and I I think that generally could happen, and I hope it does, and that it's good. Yeah. I don't know though because they kind of treat it as the um, as they're both going to be canon because I think it's. From what I've read, it's officially going to be released as the director's cut. Okay. So there's going to be Justice League and there's going to be Justice League, the director's cut. Yeah, but like other things are going to happen in it. I like know. things that didn't happen are going to happen. Yeah, it's pretty much a completely different story. Yeah. But it's being released as the director's cut rather than a different movie. Yeah. I but mean, it is going to be four hours long. It's being released as four separate parts on HBO. That's good, though. I actually Max. like I like that. Yeah. Like, I, I think more, like, the idea that almost like a mini-series of, like, yeah. four episodes, like, so, something like but, Sherlock. Yeah. But it's it's the, the, theatrical yeah. level. Yeah. Like, just some... Watchmen would work as a... Would do well. Well, so, well. Originally, before Snyder took it on, um, another director had it, and he said that the only way to do it would be a ten-part miniseries. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like so, weren't they going to do one? No, because then that was just the Watchmen show. Yeah, which was which was a, a thing completely different. And yeah, not entirely relevant. Yeah, to Watchmen. I just I, I watched the first episode and I was like, I don't understand what the setting is for this. Like. My, my, I couldn't get a grip of it. My my thing is, we're doing this podcast, is you stay away from politics. Because, yeah. you know, this isn't the place for it. Yeah. Like, you know, we're not going to start talking about our views on no. anything or whatever. You could probably guess them. Yeah. But we're, we're not going to say, because this is comic book play. But that is a very politically charged show. Mm. And some people might find that jarring especially what yeah. they do with certain characters like yeah um captain metropolis what 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 that's the guy from megamind what's he called <laughs> <laughs> um uh, what what what's he called the guy they yeah i don't i i don't <laughs> that's the problem who did justice they change his race and then he's gay with another dude right captain <sighs> forget it um, it's not Doctor Manhattan, but yeah, it's like it, it's like the original um, leader of the Minutemen. But like, some people might be like, "Oh, we well, can't go back because you're changing something that a lot of people hold very close to their hearts." And people might well detract from that. And then you've kind of got the general message of it. Seems because the, the the thing that when I was watching it, they introduce the Seventh um, Cavalry. As kind of like Rorschach's, um, kind of the, the legacy. Followers, yeah. yeah, it's kind of his legacy mm-hmm. uh, is this group, and it's kind of being they're, they're white supremacists. And I thought when I was first watching it, I was like, that's they're going to make a statement on like media manipulation mm-hmm. here, where they're not actually white supremacists, but because they're kind of lower class white people. Hooded. Yeah, white the, but, yeah, but like it's going to show that like if you could spin this and the the reason they're doing that is because they know the truth about the event. Yeah. And that's what they're trying to do is they're trying to spread it. Yeah. But they're being discredited and made out to be like white supremacists mm-hmm. and that's why people don't take them seriously. 
And I was like, well, that's going to be good when that happens. Mm. And then it doesn't. And I was like, ah, all right, okay, never mind. What disappointed me overall with the Watchmen series was until I saw the trailer, I was fully just in belief that it was going to be a serialization of Watchmen. Yeah, well, I did novel. too. Yeah. And then they released that trailer, and I was like, Oh, I, I don't remember reading that bit or seeing that mm-hmm. in the movie. And then it was just, oh, yeah, no, it's it's just nothing to do with... Well, it's, obviously, it's like later on from a graphic novel. It's like a yeah. sequel, but I don't want a sequel. I just want... Yeah, I just want to see Watchmen. Because, yeah. I mean, the movie's good, but it has got its flaws. Yeah, it's not it's not that one-to-one Yeah. thing that you want. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm glad, they cut, I'm glad that Zack Snyder cut out the giant squid. I'm, I'm not. You see, I'm well for Giant Squid. I think <laughs> I think it's well good because I think it's just that kind of we've talked about before of weird, wacky comic bookiness, yeah. which I think like I just want to see but more of that. Like I, I feel like I want... if, if James Gunn made Watchmen, obviously it'd be it'd have it Giant have Squid. A, it'd have a big squid. It'd in be it. yeah. very true, but because it's Zack Snyder's, I get why he didn't do it because he he's all about realism and this how all this could be happening in the world, yeah. real world, like with his um. Like with the DCU, Justice League, and Batman vs Superman, it was all stuff that could realistically happen. Like yeah. It was all real, obviously, in yeah. the realms of. And and, and to that, I do think having Doctor Manhattan framed for it, it 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 tells you a little bit more about him, about how disconnected yeah. he is, that he doesn't mind that everyone hates him. And I yeah. think there is a little bit of an angle there that is quite interesting. Having said that, I I would have liked to have seen a big squid. Yeah, pre- preferably, pre- preferably. <laughs> but yeah, I, no. I would like to see it, just not in Zack Snyder's. Yeah, I, I just thought the Watchmen series. I got to the end and I was like, I don't know what the message of that was, yeah. and whatever message I could kind of take from it just seemed a little yeah. bit muddled. And like, yeah, I, I just, I, I wasn't satisfied with the ending. I oh. guess is just the main thing. I kind of, you know, the final credits roll on the final episodes, and I was like. Well, that was, you know, a thing. Yeah. Like, but there's some genuinely really good things in it, and I think some somewhere in there is a really good show. Maybe yeah. season two could cap it off better because mm-hmm. I think may, maybe if the finale of season one's a little bit like, kind of leaves you a bit dissatisfied, maybe the conclusion of season two would, and then you could watch it as a whole and be like, oh yeah, that's a solid thing. Yeah, I, I guess. The best thing I could say about it is I would watch season two and I'd be excited yeah. to see what happened there. So I don't think it's a totally bad show. I just, I even after not seeing it for a very long time, uh, I'm still on the fence about yeah. it, which I'm normally not. I normally watch something, then have a bit of fridge logic yeah. where you go to your fridge and then you figure out what you actually thought about it. Yeah. Um, but that I'm still just a little bit on the fence about. Yeah. But we'll see. But as for Snyder Cut wise, yeah. um, I hope it's great. As I hope everything comic book's yeah. great. You know, I hope I never see a bad comic book film ever again. Yeah, like you know, well maybe one just take yeah. piss, but you know. Um, I was reading some about the Flash movie. Oh yeah, actually talking about things that are probably gonna be shit. Yeah, yeah, and obviously we know that it's probably gonna be Flashpoint that Michael Keaton's returning as Batman, as Ooh. is Ben Affleck as Batman. Oh yeah. What I've read is, I can't remember, I think it was IGN was the source. Reliable. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Is that it's obviously going to be resetting the DCU, but Barry Allen's going to remember everything that happened before. He's the only one I want to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I would... I I don't mind mind Ezra Miller as an actor, but not as the... I just don't think he's a good Flash. Also, he's like a scene non-blonde Barry Allen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's the only actor I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. Everyone else casting, I think, yeah. is fine. Like maybe Jason Momoa, because he'd be better for Lobo. But yeah. I was like, well, like Donkey yeah. Flash. He's the only one I want to switch out, really. Yeah. But um, they're resetting it so soon. So because they fucked it up yeah. so early. <laughs> Yeah, but I like to say, maybe in like 50 years' time, we'll be like, wow, DC really knocked Marvel out of the water. Yeah. Uh, they had a bit of a fumble at the start, but after that Flash movie and it reset, we, we can, it were great. We can hope. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to be fair, the MCU, um, like Captain America, the first one was 
all right. Thor was not great. So that kind of well, yeah, I that, mean, that didn't really. I I would say got off the starting box until Avengers. Well, I, I, to be fair, it's not without his fumbles. I mean, I'm on two and three. I can yeah. really take all that you've. You know, yeah. Thor two. Oh, yeah, that could, yeah, like Captain America one's fine. Yeah. But the thing is, I think it, like like I was saying with Watchmen, you could watch it end to end now and be like, "Well, that's great." Yeah, yeah. So, and even like Age of Ultron, I have a lot of love for now, even though I think people soured yeah. to that film. Watching it in the context of the wider thing, I think it's yeah. really good. So, yeah, I, I think you kind of, especially. It's a very new thing that we're watching with these kind of long, you know, it's massive not, universe. Yeah, it's not just a matter more, of sequels. Because all we really had before in terms of massive franchises was Star Wars, Star Trek, and Harry Potter. Yeah, really. And Harry Potter was, you know, based but, on books. Yeah, and even with Harry Potter, you're following the same character. Yeah. L- linearly. Yeah. Yeah, but this you have multiple characters. Or with their own franchises, yeah. which follow their own story, culminating thing, and that's something very new that we've not seen yeah. before for films, anyway. Mm. And I think we we just have to get used to viewing it in the broader context. And the yeah. way that I look at like the MCU is that you've got the Infinity Saga and things like Ant Man and the Wasp, Thor: The Dark World, Iron Man Three. Yeah. They're like your tie-in issues. Yeah, like you could watch them for a bit of fun because if you don't want something so heavy, and yeah. they're, they're great for that. It's just that if Iron Man Three was the end of Iron Man, I'd be like, yeah. well, that was rubbish. Mm. But yeah. to watch it now, knowing that he has a great ending and just been like, well, here's a little fun adventure with Tony Stark. Mm. I'm like, well, that's great. So even the films that weren't as good, I can appreciate yeah, now because yeah. it's like, well, I'll just watch that and that, yeah. that's a fun little romp. Because yeah, um, I'm watching the entire MCU with my girlfriend. Even watching it back all from, I've been like, it's such a good movie. Oh, yeah. Like, they're not, like, not all of them are on the same level within the MCU, but mm. individually as movies, they're all really good movies still. Yeah, yeah, no, but like, like I said, like, you can just throw Thor the Dark World on with the security in your yeah. mind that, you know, we know where Thor ends up and it's great, and it's mm. like, well, that, that was a fun two hours. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I, that's something I really enjoy about these new, wider cinematic universes. Um, but yeah, no, so I hope DC just catch up. Um, yeah. Well, actually, I hope they stop trying to catch yeah, up and just slow do down thing. and yeah. do their own thing. And but in the sense of the MCU I, wasn't built in a day; it wasn't built in ten years. Ten years. Ten. The DCU was only had four movies. Yeah, four or five movies. Four movies, yeah. and they're already on their Thanos. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it's ten years to build out, up yeah. to that. You know, have your Loki. No one saw where we were going after. The first four MCU movies. Well, no one. Like, we had Aven- We got to Avengers, and they were like, "Oh, that was good." No one saw it going on for another eight. Well, years. I I remember because obviously, like, I was eight when the first Iron Man came yeah. out. I remember when the first Avengers came out, and I was like, yeah. "Those movies are connected." Yeah. I didn't know yeah. at the time. Like, it was such a natural new progression. Con- yeah, yeah, such a new concept yeah, as so, well. Yeah, I mean, speaking of Avengers, um, the Avengers game. Something we were gushing over last time. Apparently, it's absolute dog bollocks. Yeah, yeah. I, I can, I can see how it, it does look very disappointing. Yeah. I, okay. I, I won't pretend this is an original thought of mine. I can't remember where I heard this, but someone, some, someone said this, and I completely agreed with it. I think it might have been Mister Sunday Movies, but the reason why the Batman Arkham games work so much is because you're playing as a singular character. Yeah. As uh, this applies to Batman PS4 as well, and games it's not just you can't just have one thing that's really good it all works together so the reason why arkham works is that the city is built around batman the enemies are built around batman so you can really it all flows together and ties together nicely the problem is when you have the avengers game the environment can't just be tailored to black widow and the enemies can't just be tailored to black widow and the mission can't just be black widow because you could play as anyone it's a bit like do you remember um the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games. I didn't play it. Did you not? No. Yeah, they were crap. Oh, well. They, they were terrible. Oh, that's a good job I skipped that, man. Yeah, yeah. and I, I kind of get the same vibe off of this Avengers game because mm-hmm. the Ultimate Alliance game, obviously, you, you play as a team of Marvel characters. Yeah. You're just fighting Doombots. Yeah. That's... And it's just the same villains and the same mechanics. Well, obviously, not exactly the same mechanics for every character, but it's 
it, it, yeah. yeah, it's hit this combination of buttons. And, yeah. yeah, but I think just the villain to kill him. Yeah, what what I really hoped it would be is just like a Spider-Man PS4 game, but you play as the Avengers. But I think it just seems to be very onlineified, mm. lootified, and it's just I'm not just getting like the the yeah. a, just ju- just a really good game. Mm. It's let's make an okay game that we can market to 14 year olds who will pay to get the cool Iron Man helmet. Yeah, instead That's of cool. just because it's, yeah. it's developed by Squeenix. Is it? Yeah. Is it not Crystal Dynamics as well? I don't know. Is it not the same developers it's, as the Spider-Man game? It's definitely Squeenix, 100%. Well, never mind then. I was yeah. going to say I expected a lot more. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> no, not Never true. mind then. Not true. But Crystal Dynamics are doing Spider-Man Miles Morales, which yeah. is exactly the kind of game that I want. We need. Yeah. Yes. And want. Need and want. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah just great. Um, I think just the only thing I wasn't a fan of is the suit. I don't like the suit. I like my Miles Morales. I think it was after watching Spider-Verse that when I think of Miles Morales now, I think of a very new Spider-Man. Yeah. And that applies to that game too. This is a very new Spider-Man. His suit shouldn't look that sharp. Yeah. It should look I like... Guess it I, I it look, depends when it's set. Like, yeah. is, is it going to be set as Miles Morales as an up-and-coming Spider-Man? Or is it he is already established as the new Spider-Man. I think I just love the spray paint suit. Yeah. And I just kind of, I, I want, these days, I just kind of want Miles Morales' suit to look like a Peter suit that's been spray yeah. painted and just a little bit more cobbled together. Yeah. But he's just looked very refined and now it's a little bit like, mm. but having said that, there's going to be 100 alternate suits so yeah. we'll get a nice one. So, yeah. Who cares? I'm glad that he's, that Miles Morales is finally coming into mainstream though. Oh, so He's massively. always been a, brilliant character he's, he's so cool yeah yeah but he's been so so underrated yeah because well, it's not so much underrated because everyone, everyone loves him it's yeah. just not not well known yeah um he's not traditional spider-man yeah yeah like you know um, like they're making moves and it's always just peter parker because that's who people know and love and that's yeah who well i remember someone at work the other day went who's your favorite spider-man and i said um ben riley and he was like mm. what and i was like oh yeah tom holland and <laughs> like you know your average person yeah. doesn't know that multiple people have been spying yeah. and I think introducing that more will be good because I, I I love alternate Spider-Man's I said yeah. Scarlet Spider's cool the regular Spider-Man mm. I'll fight anyone who disagrees yeah. I, I won't but you know <laughs> you could yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah um, speaking of um, Arkham though um, we've got Gotham Knights which yeah. isn't a sequel to Arkham Knight even though it should it's, be and could stupid. be I don't get that. I, I genuinely don't. Like, it I didn't starts realize. with, oh, uh, Bruce Wayne's mansion has blown up, Batman's dead. Yeah, no, I was but like... It's enough, but, and that's how Arkham Knight ends, but it's not a continuation. Yeah, well, I remember, because I watched it and I was like, oh, cool, a sequel to Arkham Knight. That's going to be really yeah. good. I really liked but, Arkham Knight. Because um, it's developed by um, WB Montreal as well. Yeah, well, and they the Arkham Origins. Yeah, yeah, well, they were who alternated with... Yeah, yeah. Rocksteady Rock between the Arkham games, so it was they were kind of teasing it as the next Arkham game, and it was going to be Court of Owls, which obviously they're still doing yeah. in Gotham Knights. Yeah, well, I remember because but... there's just the bit at the beginning where obviously my favorite character, Red Hood, yeah, which I'm just so excited to play. Yeah, like, yeah. like obviously there was the DLC in Arkham Knight, but just a full game, yeah. Red Hood, can't wait. But he pulled his hood down, he had like a scar from lip to eye, yeah, and I was like, well, where's his J? Because he has yeah. a J. So I looked it up, and I was like, this isn't a sequel to Arkham Knight. Which just seemed odd, but I've said that I've looked at gameplay. I love the um, mobility; looks really cool. Have you looked yeah. into that? Yeah, there's like yeah. parkour in it now and stuff. Yeah. Um, and obviously, there's going to be different mechanics because Red Hood's got guns. Yeah, I think I think yeah. apparently they're going to be non-lethal because he's working oh, yeah. with the Bat Family. But yeah, um, yeah, no, like I think obviously we we were speaking about the Avengers game and having multiple characters and the difficulties that that creates, but I think it's easier when it's characters that are very similar and these characters are very similar in the sense that they're members of the bat family so they're going to be obviously playing different because they have different weapons and abilities but you can they're still all tailored to gotham yeah and i think uh, i I think they will just do it better and all those characters they're they're similar enough that the game you know like hulk and black widow is very hard to build a level that suits both of them yeah. Versus Nightwing and Red Hood, 
or Batgirl and Robin. Mm-hmm. Like that that is just that there's less of a difference between the characters that I don't think that's going to be a problem. And I think it looks really good and I can't wait for it. Yeah. Um, but the actual... In the same universe. <laughs> yeah, Arkham Knight is... Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. Yeah. Which um, looks amazing as well. Yeah, well, I mean, we can't say too much because we haven't seen any gameplay. No. But I like the idea of... Apparently, the number one thing Rocksteady said was, we're going to make the Arkham games like we did before, yeah. but we're just going to really milk the opportunity we have now to make guns. Yeah. And there's just going to be a lot of gunplay. Everyone's going to have yeah. a gun and we're going to try guns. And the, I'm excited to see that. The one thing that I am a bit disappointed in is how it looks like the Suicide Squad is only going to be made up of Harley Quinn, mm. Captain Boomerang, um, Rick Flagg. Well, I said to my Come girlfriend, Jim, oh, when I watched the trailer, um, was um, I was like, if Death Joke's in this, I'm... I'm gonna yeah. lose my shit, yeah. and he wasn't. So I was like, ah, never mind. Yeah. But dead shots in it as Boba Fett. But yeah. you know, <laughs> I I just I was like dead, dead shot, shot with a jetpack. Dead shot yeah. jetpack grapple hook would have been better. But no, I, I'm confident enough in Roxanne's ability at this point that I'm almost certain, certainly can say this game's gonna be great. Yeah, and I can't wait for it. I love the idea of just playing as those characters in a Rocksteady game set during the day, mm. in a Brainiac invasion. Yeah, just short of a few more characters not being in it, like Deathstroke. I would have loved to see Deathstroke in it. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I think it looks like a perfect combination of things that are mm. going to turn out to be really good. So I, I can't wait for that. And that's certainly going to be on my... I don't really pre-order games, but yeah. I might do that one. Um, yeah, fair enough. Um, and Suicide Squad news is we've got Suicide Squad yeah. Take Two. Yes. And we're going to try it again with just the best cast I've ever seen in anything. Just the absolute mishmash of characters. Yeah. It's so, I love it. But... I, was, I was almost surprised not to see the condiment king <laughs> yeah, with all the random characters yeah. that are in there. I mean, Peter Capaldi. Man, for a start, isn't it? Well, apparently, the, um, James Gunn said that, like, He's actually like the most dangerous guy on the team. Yeah, yeah. because there were, obviously there's been like two iterations of Pokemon. The one who like he can take his spots off and like they turn into like weapons and that, mm. which is who this movie version is going to be. Yeah, and the one who just wears a polka dot costume and is a bit well, silly. Well, I'm glad they went with the former. Yeah, that's all I'll say on that. But yeah, no, I just. I think it looked uh, Idris Elba as Bloodshot. There yeah. was rumours that he was going to be Brontus Tiger. I'm kind of glad he's not. Yeah. I think this character looks really cool, especially with he he's outdone Will Smith Deadshot in the masks situation yeah. thing. I, oh, yeah. I think he's going to take that role as kind of the leader of the team, mainly because he's probably the best actor among them. Yeah. Um, Pick Capaldi is the thinker. I, 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 really I, 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 I was trying to yeah. say that earlier. That, that is so good. Oh, that no. is actually so good. Yeah. Um, Hopefully they won't fuck him up like they did on The Flash. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. <sighs> Way to bring the bloody mood down, Jim. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Margot Robbie's back, because yeah. how could you replace her? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just... John Cena's in it. Yeah. As the man who loves peace so much, he'll kill everyone else to get it. Yeah. Sean Gunn as Weasel. Yeah, that looks good. I mean, he always looks good in, yeah. you know, ping pong balls or whatever. Um, but yeah, I think it it makes me so hopeful for DC moving forward, this film in particular, because it's it's like they've just gone, oh, people just want comic book stuff. Yeah. And that's so good. And they've given it Jen's gun and they've just been like, yeah, put everything in it mm. did i call it yourself as bloodshot earlier because he's blood sport yeah because bloodshot's vin diesel yeah. <laughs> no i just saw that when you brought that up um no i'm just looking at it i mean oh, have, you seen, have you seen uh, our boy nathan fillion's in it yeah yeah nathan fillion First... pete davidson as blackguard yeah. michael rooker's in it taika watiti oh, yeah. undisclosed character yeah i just so good but yeah i it really i i just hope it does so well because yeah. it looked like the high ups, like they just got the memo that people just want yeah. really comic book weird stuff. Especially the comic book. Fans. <laughs> I love, I love, that's my favorite one, Danella Milch. 
Melchior. But it's a rat catcher two. Two, two, and there's been another one. But yeah. I I mean, I'm assuming that most of these characters are going to die quite early on. Oh, there's been a lot of head exploding going on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, But yeah, no, I'm so so looking forward to it. Um, But yeah, I mean, the big question right now, Joe, is we've got four minutes left. Do we start a new segment to talk about the Batman? Oh, we've got one, we? We can't just... Yeah, okay. No. We're going to have to really cram it because we're cutting it fine, but... We are cutting it very fine, but I we can't we can't do that in four we can't, minutes. It's not. Oh, we can't do it in four minutes. Go on. Can we just fuck it and start another recording and just... Yeah, that, yeah. The that... recording software that we use only records half an hour at a time. Yeah, that's why we all stop after half an yeah. hour. Yeah. That and uh, should we just leave it? Leave it at that. Start on recording and add it on to the end. Yeah. Fuck it. Nice. Right then, Batman. Batman. Sorry, the Batman. So you can't be mid Murrayman. Take it out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So genuinely, I, I I I wanted us to do a segment on this one because we haven't done a show for a while, so I wanted to do an extra long one. Yeah. But two, I just... There's so much to talk about with the Batman. I can't put into words how excited I am for this film. Post-watching that trailer, I was just... I was gobsmacked with how good that film looks. I know. I wasn't expecting much from Robert Pattinson, but now I am. Oh, yeah. No, I just... I'm speechless. Like, I'm just thinking about... I, I had that I had that trailer downloaded on my phone and I just what I must have seen that trailer a hundred times. I just watched it on repeat yeah. after repeat because it was so good. Like the Nolan films obviously have a very special place in everyone's heart, especially yeah. mine, because that was that's my Batman. That's the yeah. Batman that I watched when I was a kid. And I watched this and I remember sending you a message and I said this is going to be better than that. Yeah. Because it just, every little segment looks so good. Mm. We've got Batman actually being a detective. We have a Riddler that I'm actually scared of. Well, the duct tape man. I, is that the Riddler? Well, I see. my it, theory, he looks a lot like Hush. He does look a lot like Hush. That is true. And that would be quite something to see that in this movie. Yeah, no, that is true. Um, I like how we both would have fucked up the audio then because you picked them up <laughs> and then I just spoke through my Budweiser bottle. <laughs> that definitely sounded super weird for both of us. Um, but um, I, I assume it is Riddler because uh, remember when I tried not to speculate too hard off um, trailers anymore because yeah. do, do you remember this when Batman vs Superman first came out? Not first came out, when trailers yeah. first released and people started theorising that Ben Affleck was playing Deathstroke. Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How weird was that? And like people yeah, thought that Jeremy strange. Isles was Bill Wintergreen and then like Christian Bale was gonna turn up halfway through. <laughs> and ever since that, I'm like, I'm never gonna try yeah. and predict anything no, off trails again because that was ridiculous. That of course Jennifer, that, that was a bit too <laughs> yeah, Like, of course that's not gonna happen. Um but yeah, um, it just looks so good. Like mm. I was gonna say, like it's a Riddler that I'm genuinely scared of, and I've only seen that in one of the plays, which was the Batman Telltale games, which they turned Riddler into like a jigsaw kind of guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I love the duct tape. I think it's a great serial killer gimmick. Yeah. You know, like you know, cutting off thumbs or dolls. Yeah. I think that's yeah, that that's cool. I love that. Um, I think um, what's his face from Westworld? He looks like a great James yeah, Gordon. Jeffrey Wright. There we go. Jeff. I was trying to. I was trying to say that to someone else the other day, and yeah. I was like, "He's the dude from yeah. Westworld." Um, but um, yeah, he looks great. <laughs> you know what made me laugh in the show though? Because I watched it a hundred times, I finally noticed this: what? is that he reads out the card, yeah. and it's like, um, "From your secret friend, yeah. haven't a clue. Let's play a game, just me and you." Yeah. And then Jim Gordon says, does this mean anything to you? And that <laughs> rhymes as well. And I thought it was yeah. part of the riddle for ages. And I was like, oh, no, 
just rhymed. <laughs> he just did an accidental rhyme. <laughs> no, I'm excited to see him as Jim Gordon. Yeah, no, I, I love it. Jim, yeah. Jim Gordon often is the heart of any Batman story. Yeah. He's he's the normal dude's pr- perspective that we yeah. see Batman through. So it's very important to get that right. I mean, Gary Oldman's a very tough act to follow. Yeah, J.K. Simmons isn't. Remember, remember he's yeah. Jim Gordon. Oh, yeah. 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 You remember that? I like how he was in Justice League yeah. as Jim Gordon. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Maybe we'll see more. Probably, Probably not. To be fair. He was yeah. in. He was literally in one scene. Yeah, um, he was advertised as being in the whole movie. Yeah, as as Jim Gordon, he's literally in that one scene. Yeah, that's in the trailer for Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> like that's his only scene. Yeah, but um, we don't see Andy Serkis as Alfred, but we hear him. And I do like his voice, so I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. probably, pro- probably yeah. good. Um, I mean, we see Zoe Kravitz's uh, Yeah, I, I know, I know. To, to be fair, the costume looks all right. I, I like the... I just wish he wasn't in it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I like the little Yeah, thing. the, like, mask. Yeah. It's, it's like... It, it's fresh Catwoman. It's yeah. hot off the presses. It's, yeah. I haven't... Like, the thing I never quite understood about Catwoman is where does she get a tech from? Because yeah. you always see her with, like, crazy costumes and tech, and I'm like, you just rob shit. Yeah. Like, unless you rob someone. She's not, like, a genius. Yeah, she, she's not, like, yeah. Just, well, I mean, she's rich from all the shit she's robbed. Yeah, but, like, like, like it's like in Dark Knight Rises when she's got them little cat ear vision goggles. I'm like, where, where, where did you get them? Exactly. Unless Batman gave them to her, but but he didn't in that yeah. film. <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah. So I I like the idea that her suit looked a little bit more cobbled together. That's yeah. that, that's good shit. I enjoyed that. And it's a lot more discreet for a cat burglar. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. not like oh well, we can. It's like oh look at me, all flashy and yeah. Um, yeah. But that looks good. Um, we saw um Colin Farrell as the as the penguin. penguin yeah. I, I missed him so many times because it yeah. does not look he like him. He looks nothing like yeah. Colin Farrell. But you tell you what, he does look like cool. the penguin. Yeah. So that's good shit. Yeah. Um, that's what you need, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I mean, I've been waiting for. I was, I was trying to word that, so I got Pattinson at the end. Yeah. Um, Pattinson's Batman. I think he looks so good. Yeah. Like I, th- I don't think that suit reveal did it justice to how it yeah. actually looks in well, these. Mostly because of... the suit reveal was so dark. It, it wasn't even dark; it was red. Yeah, was so red. Yeah, so red. You couldn't see the whole costume, but now yeah. even in like darkness, it's yeah. not red. You can see the costume more than oh, in yeah. the costume reveal. Yeah, I, I remember. Saw the Batman deal as well. Yeah, looks good. I can't remember which podcast I said this, um, but I. Yes, yes, I might have said this in podcasts. This is something that I might have said before, but if right. not, that this is the first time I've said it. Um, yeah. <laughs> is that I like Batman best where he's as close. To, he's a lot closer to anti-hero. Mm. And I really like that scene in this trailer where he beats that guy up way too much. Yeah. Like, he, he gets him down with, like, he a few hits, ball, and yeah. he just bloody goes for him. Mm. Um, and I love that, and I was like, yeah, that's the kind of Batman yeah. I like. Um, because you know he does inspire fear, and I could tell, I could understood if those criminals ran away after that, and yeah. that's how he commands that kind of fear from people. So I really like the look of that. You know what I also love the eye black. Yeah, I'm well into it. I think it's so cool. Yeah, because like I think it's just like big daddy oh. vibes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just thought like... <laughs> I genuinely thought you were talking about some weird kink then. <laughs> How did you get my internet history journals? I know what you mean now. I genuinely did not know what you were talking about then. I tried so hard to like be so natural and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Maybe yeah. I should have phrased it a bit differently. <laughs> Big Daddy vibes. <laughs> so weird. That's so fucking weird a thing to say. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. No, I think it looks so good. I think it could have looked stupid if he just had like raccoon eyes, but yeah. I kind of like the idea. It looks like he's just kind of wiped it on and 
Yeah, no, I just think it looks cool because Batman does wear eye black because mm. you can just see it through the mask. Christian yeah. Bale's Batman wore eye black. You know, Ben Affleck's Batman wore yeah. It just magically always removed when he yeah. took his cowl off. So I love the idea of that because it just looks like war paint. Mm. And I think they, I, I love that realism to it and making it look cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I like this kind of serial killer vibe from the Riddler. I like this Batman detective vibe. I think it, I have literally nothing bad to say about it. No, and, neither. Like, what else can, like, yeah. No, like, that, yeah, that's it. Just nothing but there praise. is no negative points to that trailer. And, yeah, no, just fingers crossed yeah. the movie is as Only good as that was. point is that it's not out yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it might not be because he's bloody yeah. gone and caught COVID. Um, what? Rude. Rude, it, if you ask me. It is disrespectful to the yeah. fans is what it is. Yeah. Rude. <sighs> Rude yeah. as anything, you know what Christian Bale would have done, yeah. acted through it, yeah, method, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, speed of recovery to him, mm. um, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure he'll be fine, it'll come out, it'll be great, just yeah. even later than we thought, yeah. <laughs> please, but better late than never, yeah, as long as we get it before yeah. I die, <laughs> yeah. I need to see that movie, I, yeah. I genuinely do because. Like, it's going to be... I don't want to speak. We made this don't mistake. Don't want to jinx it, yeah. One, you don't want to jinx it. And two, I don't want to have to do what we did with this podcast. Been like, remember when we were hyping over the Avengers game yeah. and now it's crap. Yeah. I don't want to have to do that for this Batman film. Yeah. So, yeah. fingers crossed. Knock Which on wood. wood. Yeah. You know, hopefully it's really good. I just, I think it is. Maybe I'm just being... Optimistic, optimistic, but, but I think it still, is still yeah. From the trailers, I reckon it will be. Yeah, I hope. But as I say, we've done that before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we have done this before. Yeah. But yeah, um, that's it, and yeah. that is it for this episode and the debut of season two. Um, I guess we do apologise for it being super late. Yeah. But um, we will be back. A couple um, months like yeah. yeah, but better late than never, Joe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure people understand COVID and whatnot. It's All just, of our it had COVID listeners. Yeah, no. It... All right, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> They'll come. Build it and they will come. Um, this is our field of dreams. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no. Um, hope you uh, enjoyed this and you'll be joining us for the rest of season two. Yeah. Um. Yeah, probably more. Maybe stop! Not, but... Stop the recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've done it. I'm now I'm enjoying watching you <laughs> ramble on. I have to ramble. You don't get anything. <laughs>